Welcome to Season 5 of Dreams and Bones, the podcast designed to help us all learn more about practicing the art of creative living. This podcast is part of Grow Me a Story, our website dedicated to the idea that everyone is creative. And inch by inch, row by row, we want to help you grow the creative dreams and bones in your life through conversation with other creatives. My name is Paul Roberts. And I'm his wife, Carol. As your creativity cultivators, Paul and I have been bringing special guests to you since the beginning of 2022 to talk with us about the deep joy and meaning that comes from practicing the art of creative living. In this first week of February here in 2024, we're digging into the Dreams and Bones archives to bring you a new episode from an old interview. Today, you'll hear us ask our three daughters, Molly, Zoe, and Cosette, where their creativity comes from. Was it nature or nurture? We encourage you to listen to the first part of our interview with our daughters from way back in the summer of 2022 by clicking on the link in the description to this podcast. But here is the second half of our Dreams and Bones interview with Molly, Zoe, and Cosette Roberts. Let's go to the nature versus nurture question. To what degree do you think we are born creative with certain gifts? And to what degree are we a product of our surroundings, such as family, culture, and education? Simon well, Miller was... Simon Miller was so... Uh, he, he, in, in his head, that meant he had to come up with, with percentages. I'm thinking 60-40. Uh, but no, maybe... Oh my uh, you gosh. Know. That's exactly where my mind That's, is. Yeah. Yeah. Not like, where Wait a dang second. <laughs> Are you that born is, uh... with certain creative gifts? I don't know. I mean... And we all missed out on the dance <laughs> portion of that? See, right. And that's, I, I feel like... A lot of a lot of things are learned, but it right. It's our passion for something, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. our drive, our motivation yeah. to do something. Like for yeah, and maybe part of it was I just thought, oh, Zoe's the artist. I'm more musical, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. I don't know that I realized that you guys considered me the oh, interesting the, the artistic, artistic one. yeah, and I don't feel like. I feel like there were certain things that pushed me more into drawing and painting because those were solo activities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't... That's an interesting... Yeah. I didn't have as active of a social life as you do. <laughs> so I was happier finding activities um, that... Solo activity. Yeah, reading. That were solo activities yeah. where I could be creative and use my imagination because it didn't need any friends. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you're on the train express by yourself. Because <laughs> that was a happy place. That's a happy place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I just, I don't, I think that was, yeah, part of. Yeah. But I think, you know, thinking about the painting and drawing, but then I look at, you know, like now, I mean, I feel like, like photography is something I think you do well, which is, a visual art, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, yeah, Molly, <laughs> Molly, yeah, sorry. Um, you know, and you, I mean, you learned film, so I think there's a lot more, yeah, opportunities, not just, you know, right, with me, true. it yeah. was, you know, discovering. 
doing pottery. You know, that was mm. what kind of started me with more of that type of yeah. um, visual art type thing. Mm-hmm. And then I went to, yeah, and then I started, it's like, oh, I kind of like this. And and now I just like playing around with all kinds of things. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, right. What, what motivates us though, too? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Were we motivated mm-hmm. because we saw our, I mean, that was a big reason. If mm-hmm. we did not grow up in a household mm-hmm. with the two of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't we think of would any not... <laughs> creative uh, aspect of my life that was not just inspired by influenced. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you're saying it's nurture. Yep. Yeah, I think so. I think it's. But I, I think, think we're saying. You know, it's interesting though because I I think I mean I look at debate all of us, you know, <laughs> and and I feel like that we were all born with some musical mm. ability. Yeah. Because singing came very easily. Yeah, yeah. I thought that. I mean, yeah, picking true. up, even, right. you know, you all played the piano. And it, I mean, it wasn't hard. It wasn't awful, you know. I mean, you didn't become concert pianist, but. <laughs> no, but you were, I mean, as far, right. right. You learned how to read music. Listening to music. Yeah, and, learning, and when you I mean, it's like did band, you know, right. and, you, you know, and you, you love mm-hmm. doing mm-hmm. the drums. And, you know, mm-hmm. you really mm-hmm. took off with that. And so, so yeah, I mean, I think... Maybe um, we're born with things like... Yeah, I mean, I, I think there are... Gosh, I mean, that's you can, right. You know, I think there are people... I think Joy Pursuit might have brought this up about the people, you know, she's worked with kids that can learn how to sing, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. but they weren't born with that natural with that ability, kind of natural... and it was a little harder. You know, right. I think about, you know, what would have happened if all of you started dancing at three or four? Mm-hmm. Well, by the time you were in high school, you probably would have been a pretty good dancer. It may, right. have, it may not have been natural, but you probably could have learned, you know, right. yeah. better. So, yeah. So I think I think you can. And no, I mean, because I, mean, I, I think part of right. And I don't know enough sort of. Just thinking, I I walked into a room, you know, of of people that I can, it's like, oh, your brain works differently than mine. Mm -hmm. Like I I went to Panhandle Health and they were all, it was all EPA Mm -hmm. and, you know, they're all Mm -hmm. talking, right, numbers, like Simon, Mm -hmm. his numbers. Mm -hmm. And and so, right, that's part of it is, Mm -hmm. right, we were born, we always, we've said, you know, we're not math people, we're not numbers people. Mm -hmm. We can teach ourselves to do math, but... And I think for fun. all of us, right, it, it we would much rather, and maybe Cosette uses probably similar, read something than do a mm-hmm. math problem, than work with numbers. Mm-hmm. I would rather work with words than work with with numbers. Yeah. yeah. And 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 I always go back to the um the movie The Imitation Game. Mm. And you know that code breaker and how right. he, he came up with all that and and the and even just you know those first people using the computer and figuring all that out. And it's just like, I'm not even sure I could get to that point. Exactly. Yes. I mean, even if I tried, I, I, yeah, my, my mind and my brain just don't work. Right. Where someone whose brain could work like, you know, could listen to the wrong note in a song and Mm -hmm. not hear it. Right. Where we could, Mm -hmm. we can say, wait, that's not, that's not right. Mm -hmm. They could look at a mathematical Mm -hmm. sequence of numbers. Right. And say, wait, yeah, that's not right. Where we would yeah. just or they see... could or they could solve it in their head. They could well, look at it. Yeah. And... and then I think about 
again, we can't, none of us are uh, adept enough at another language to mm -hmm. be able to do anything but think and speak mm. in this particular language and this particular language. English shapes you in certain ways that Chinese would shape you, mm -hmm. your thought processes in, in, in another way. Mm -hmm. You know, I think about, oh, what was that? I don't remember who said the, uh, posed the, the thought that until we, that we, we can't think until there's language. Mm -hmm. We've got to have some language before we can even pose a question, right. uh, think at all. And I go, yeah, and then it's shaped by our ability to form words, form sentences, form paragraphs, read novels, retain mm -hmm. all of that information. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it does make sense that some people mm -hmm. are think, skilled at language. Right, or thinking car mechanics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Sure. There are people yeah. like your your dad. Your dad yeah. from a young yeah. age, you know, they yeah. told I stories just, of him, right, yeah. dismantling and just understanding mm -hmm. almost like a puzzle. Where I look mm -hmm. underneath the hood of a car and it is truly mm -hmm. a puzzle that I cannot solve. Mm -hmm. I just read an article about uh, these guys that said dyslexia. Maybe we have looked at dyslexia wrong. Mm -hmm. We've always looked at it because of our culture mm -hmm. that values processing language. We have looked at it as a deficit and they said, wait a minute. One of the questions they sort of ask is, uh, why, why is it so common? Dyslexia is not an uncommon mm -hmm. thing. 20 to 25% of the people in the world have dyslexia. Right. Mm -hmm. Why did evolution keep it? Mm -hmm. There must be something about it that is positive. Mm -hmm. What is positive about it? They went in that direction yeah. with, their, with their research hmm. and said, oh, it does have something to do. We think it has something to do with creativity. Being able to think outside right. of the normal. Well, I've thought of box, that about mental so. illness in that mm. way. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, or uh -huh. autism sure. too. Right. Yeah. That it's like yeah. I don't think necessarily right. Uh -huh. This is not a bad thing. It is different. It's different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's not exactly. It's mm -hmm. not bad. Yeah. Autism mm -hmm. is not bad. Mm -hmm. It's a different way of looking it's at the world. It's a different way, right? Yeah. ADHD, right. depression. We, it's not right. bad. Measuring someone's yes. intelligence is through this specific way. Yes. Not everyone's intelligence is going to present itself in this that specific way. way. I had a student this year who has dyslexia. Mm -hmm. Reading at a first grade level. If he's reading on his own, if he hears it read to him, he's at a 10th yep. grade level. Yeah, oh, right yeah. yeah. He's smartest kid in class above yeah, half, no, like, right. above mm -hmm. almost everyone else in the 8th grade class. I had yeah. a student that was very similar when I worked at Kellogg that she, and she loved stories. And I remember, yeah, she would always, you know, she's like, I just can't. I can't read it. And so mm -hmm. then, yeah, I was like, okay, let's find, let's find Percy Jackson online. You're going to mm -hmm. listen to it. And yeah, and I, you know, and I just, hey, what happened in this chapter? And yeah, she had such good recall mm -hmm. from listening. And I'd have mm -hmm. her kind of try sometime to follow along too. That was, she was like, I, I just want to listen. Okay. Mm -hmm. that, yeah. And that's so nice now really that, you know. Books on tape or oh, audible, exactly. those things is so nice and because, accessible yeah. overall. At yeah, the, right. Because you can yeah. get it through the library. Mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think yeah, taking it back 
to creativity mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. with a lot of my students, like it's figuring out you have to have creativity to figure out the right way to mm-hmm. measure their understanding. Mm-hmm. And a standardized mm-hmm. test has no isn't creativity. Gonna, yeah. isn't gonna do it for right. them. Right. But like we have an awesome science teacher who would find all, try every single way she could to get them to show her their mastery of the content mm-hmm. when nobody else, you know, was even thinking that that was something that we could be yeah. trying to right. do. Yeah. Right. Talk it through them with them verbally, give them, you know, different pictures. And mm-hmm. sure enough, they're showing, yeah, they wow. can understand a lot more than mm-hmm. oh, exactly. what anyone else yep. would think they could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's see if we can close with this. I want you to use your imagination for uh, a moment or two and, and picture that a month ago uh, someone just came up to you and and asked you to point blank answer this question without thinking about it for too long. Someone walks up to you and says, you're very creative. Do you agree with me? Molly, would you have said, what would you have said? Someone said, oh, um, I mean, immediately I thought, thank you. Uh, and then I thought, no, which is odd. And then I was like, well, what? Right. And then I'm like, well, why do I think no? Um, blah, 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 blah. Who are you? That's good, <laughs> yeah. That Who is this? Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Real stump part. So now give your answer. Anytime. It doesn't have to be a month ago. Are you creative? Am I creative? I would say yes. Yes. Especially after talking. Like, I think. I, again, we're self. I'm self-critical of myself, mm-hmm. so I'm anytime going to kind of try and downplay and right. say, "Oh well, maybe." But yes, because I would say we are all creative, mm-hmm. and, all and not mean. just all of us in this room. But yes, Dad, I do think that mm-hmm. all of us in the. I think everyone in the world is creative. Mm-hmm. Zoe, how would you have answered that question? Yes. Said, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Quite the level of no. Oh, oh, you just you just knew. Okay. And, and what areas are there? Areas that you would have said, "Yes, I am creative," and it's and it's here. Would would, would there be very specific things that would have come to mind? Mm, I think the way that I express myself creatively most frequently is in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. I love saying, okay, these are the ingredients I have. What can I make for dinner? Because I'm not going to the store. And the creativeness nice. involved in, I can put this, I can take this, I can add this. Yeah. And bam, I've got. And we have a all meal. benefited from that. Mm-hmm. Thank you very I was much. Say, I like that too. Cosette, <laughs> 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 what do you think? How would you have answered that question? Are you creative? Yes, I'm going to be confident like Zoe. Oh, oh my gosh. And All where, right. and, and, and in, in what areas? I did say thank you. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you, Anna. Um, hmm. I, I feel like I've just been creative with people. Um, mm-hmm. I was 
student body president, student body vice president when I was in high school. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I came up with the whole brawl for the ball. Mm -hmm. That was a dance. <laughs> I came up with the dance for mm -hmm. brawl for the ball for the pep there rally. And I liked, I like hmm. bringing people together mm -hmm. because I just want yeah. people to come together because that's what makes me happy mm -hmm. and just because I have mm -hmm. a love for people and a yeah. love for what I'm passionate about and whatever I'm doing and cool. now with kind of what my work is now is great talking to somebody and trying to find what their vision is and trying to make that happen and then having to relay that to a team of them to do it mm -hmm. and instead of actually being a part of that I have to delegate that but also try to find something creative and trying to find give them an outlet to do something creative, whether that's finding yeah. a centerpiece for the table or mm -hmm. finding hmm. a band for an event that somebody wants or finding just different things and just trying to make that the right thing for people. Cool. Very nice. Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> just really thinking about it. No, that is interesting. Just thinking about, yeah, about ASB president and how that kind of those skills that you learn and those mm -hmm. skills that you have that you use now in your current job. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, that's I was making that connection. Yeah. Me. Oh, that does make sense. Yeah, very good. <laughs> well, again, uh, Mom and I are thrilled to have uh, all three of you here for a while. And mm -hmm. uh, I'll be here for forever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not leaving. <laughs> Y'all seen the market? <laughs> works for me. Works for me. We've got uh, we've got more questions, so so we'll come back to them someday uh, if necessary. Yeah, we'll be back. Part two. The audience will be back. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. And we'll have hot sauce. <laughs> that's right. What's that joke called? Hot ones. Hot ones. Hot ones. Hey, you know, we could do bonus material. We could put that on. No, I was thinking, um, do we end with a <laughs> Oh god. Oh, that's what Peter's <laughs> Thank you for joining us for more conversations with people who live creative lives. Carol, any thoughts on today's episode? Well, it's always, a, as parents, it's always wonderful to have your children around at the same time, and this was one of those opportunities, and and now it just makes me want to go back and, and listen to the first episode again. And I think you'll enjoy it. Well, as we bring this episode to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening to this program. Would you like to see what else we do at Grow Me A Story? Visit www.growmeastory.com to sign up for our monthly newsletter, read our weekly Fertile Ground blog posts, and find out what else we do at Grow Me A Story. You can also like our Grow Me A Story page on Facebook and our Grow Me A Story garden on Instagram. Join us next Friday for another episode of Dreams and Bones. And don't forget to subscribe to Dreams and Bones on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify. 
Just search and subscribe to any of these apps on your phone and you will be notified each Friday when another episode of Dreams and Bones has been published.